this year seems to be in the mood for sprint. It's May, if you can't believe it, and it's also a Friday, which can only mean another great story of business resilience. Welcome to our Meet the CEO series. Today, we bring you Kenneth Okello Otieno, CEO of Perfume Plus, the man who went against the tide and started a niche luxury business in the middle of the pandemic. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your Pass on Everything Business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Today's CEO's business idea was planted at a job interview and born in the global lockdown. He talks about sourcing of perfumes, global supply, disruptions, and its effects on business, and his take on influencer marketing in the fragrance industry. Meet Kenneth Okello Otieno, CEO of Perfume Plus. Is Kenneth Okello Otieno. My name is Kenneth Okello Otieno, uh, CEO of Perfume Plus, a Kenyan by birth, but a Ugandan by virtue of inheritance and heritage. So, born, born in Kenya, but originally from Uganda. So, most of the time, I'm taken as a, I have dual citizenship, a Kenyan as well as a Ugandan, but most of the time I've spent in Kenya. Yes, Ken is a very simple man who likes to know more. He likes his, uh, he's someone who's out there to find something that is good. I want to bring an idea that is foreign to many people. Like I want to try something that is new to people. Walk us through the inspiration and the setup of Perfume Plus. I'll tell you something, a story about the Perfume Plus. Uh, the reason why I love perfumes is because one time I went for an interview. I was working with MTN as a customer care. And in the panel of interviewers, I think... Uh, I, st- I struck both of them because I was smelling good. And towards the interview, uh, someone said, it smells so good. So there's a fragrance I like, who's called Isemiyaki. So from that time, I started, uh, I gave more credit to smelling good. And it's the reason as to why I started. I started. So during uh, the COVID time, when it's, Perfume Plus is not a very old company, it's just a new one. So during the first COVID, uh, we were home. And uh, you know those times when we were under street lockdown, and people would come home and you find this collection of mine and people were like, hey, you man, you have a lot of perfumes. You have a lot of perfumes. So people were, started getting interested in my perfumes and uh, people would come spray and someone would say, I love this, I love this. Where do you get them from? So, so the questions started becoming too many. Then I was the idea came. I was like, hey, what if people love what I wear? Don't I just bring them and sell it to them? So basically that is how I started the perfume plus. Yes, the business came up during COVID. So, you know, those moments when you're just home and people keep asking what you what you have, what people see in my collection and they ask me what it is. So an idea came up and I was like, no, no, I have to sell these fragrances. So it started as a joke, but in between I realized there are very many people who are interested in fragrances. But the only problem is where do they find the fragrances? So I had to come as a plug. Let's talk sourcing of perfumes. How do you go about this? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is key. And everything you have to do in this world, you have to have knowledge. I have a master's degree in perfumery. So in the process of uh, starting the perfume class, I decided to first learn more about perfumes before I get into the world of perfumes. So I enrolled in an online classes with the Arts and Oil Factory in France. So in between, uh, I think uh, I took one and a half years doing my master's. And so in between, I learned more about fragrances that I didn't even know I scaled. So I learned very many things that uh, I literally never used to think about. So after learning about fragrances, how to apply the fragrances, how perfumes are made. Now, it took me back to the research. How do I get to know the brands that move? 
how do I get to know where they are from? So literally, I started by each kind of the most expensive brands, and I had to do a lot of research, find them out, go online, reach them out, send them emails. A couple of them responded so well. I got a lot of uh, information. They sent me catalogs. And now I had to start doing reviews. How are they original? How do you differentiate about this and that? And then three, I realized the only way I could make a kid or the only way I could get a fragrance that was so good is through buying from the factories themselves. And I'm lucky I have a couple of franchises with some of the big brands. So in one way or the other, uh, I managed to. For a business that started in the pandemic, you are very familiar with the effects of supply disruptions that coupled with the global rise in raw materials. How is this affecting business? Sometimes it becomes very tricky. Uh, you you run into a factory it sells, it tells you currently you're running out. Like, for example, the Victoria Secrets, somehow after COVID, they ran bankrupt. So and remember, those are one of the products that I used to sell so much. So originally, it puts you in a very bad place. So you have to go back and now go to the big malls and uh, big websites that sell. So you have to literally buy from the verified websites. Like Amazon, you buy from Amazon, you buy from Notino. So these are big websites that sell. But unfortunately, is you don't get the franchise, now you have to slightly sell higher than the previous sales. So this puts a lot of question marks because you have a client who buys a product, but now he comes back the second time, your prices has gone high, and it's like, what happened? So generally, but good news, everyone understands the prices are going up, and some are just according. In terms of taxation, taxation has really gone high, and prices have really gone high. So literally what you have to do is, uh, and given that perfumes are luxuries, it becomes very hectic because now you can't tell somebody a product is going up by almost 10, 20%. And this person has budgeted for such kind of amount. So by the time it comes back and tell you this thing is going up by about 10, 20%. So it becomes a little bit hectic. So in terms of uh, revenue collection, I would say somehow it has hit us so hard. We don't really get as much as we used to get because of the variations in prices. But uh, we hope things get better. But uh, to be honest, yeah, somehow it has hit us hard. What are the other challenges in business? The market is so flooded with uh, fake products. And uh, given that uh, most people in one way or the other, you find they've been duped along the way. So uh, literally, there is a lot of bias. Like you, someone would come and you know, ask you questions. Are you sure you're selling original product? How sure am I? You know? So there's always that biasness that uh, you can't find an original product in Uganda, which is not true. I think that is one of the biggest challenges we, we face as a uh, as, uh, as Perfume Plus. Somehow we managed to uh, bring the client in and uh, tell him, okay, wait, we have a tester here. You can test the product before you buy it. Then two is uh, continuous supply. You know, we run short of supplies more often. Than, and then you run into a store. Yesterday you had about a couple of fragrances. Today you're running low. So clients on your case, hey, can you deliver? You don't have that you totally understand. And three, I think I would... Uh, Perfume business is very capital intensive. It is very capital intensive. You don't just wake up in the morning and put up a store. Because you will need to spend about, you need to spend a lot of money because if you're to get like a wholesale price, each brand will tell you at least buy 24 pieces. I'll give an example. For instance, if you're buying a fragrance like uh, Ventus Quid, for example, you have to spend about $300 per piece to get a franchise. So 300 if you multiply about 24 pieces. See, it's a lot of money. You're talking about you are into 
almost $10,000 just to get one brand. So it's really capital intensive. What changes would you like to see in your industry? Fragrances is something that has been there for a long time. So we need to educate the masses the importance of smelling good, feeling good, and why you need to buy just like somebody would buy a gold watch or a diamond too. So, uh, some of the biggest challenges we face again uh, would like the markets, uh, especially from these companies that sell fragrances. Uh, sometimes they run short, they run, they run, they discontinue fragrances. I'll give you a good example like uh, the Mark Jacobs. They had one very fantastic fragrance called uh, Decadence. Mark Jacobs Decadence is one of the most top seller fragrances that I had, but unfortunately, it was discontinued. And then we have also another issues of flankers. A flanker is a uh, Normally, when a perfume comes, like you can find, well, I'll give you a good example, like Dolce and Gabbana, the one. So you have, we have the original Dolce and Gabbana, the one, which is an eau de toilet. And two months later, they introduced Dolce and Gabbana, the one, eau de parfum. Then three months later, they have Dolce and Gabbana, the one, eau de parfum, intense. Then before you know it all, you have Dolce and Gabbana, the one, eau de intense, love. So... The question of flankers somehow eats up the market. These are a few things that people need to change. And then the issue of discontinuity of fragrances. Because someone is accustomed to a fragrance, then two, three months later, you don't have the product because it's discontinued. So I think that is also one of the major issues. Influencer marketing has become such a staple in the fragrance industry. Can you eliminate why this is? Uh, the most expensive budget in terms of our perfume classes marketing. Marketing, it's up almost three quarter. We, it's like we go half, half. You 50-50, go between the profits. Marketing is very important because one, when you look at marketing uh, in terms of finances, realize this is a luxury. And a luxury is something that most people buy because they're influenced by people. The way and the coming up of social media has changed the African people, has changed our way of thinking. It has framed us into a condition where we want to add things the way we see them. So people, you tend now to start pulling out these celebrities. You say, now, if a celebrity, and this is out of research, all of these things I'm doing out of research, because sometimes you run an ad on Facebook, yes, you reach very many people, or Instagram, but sometimes you decide to use a uh, celebrity, and you, you literally give a celebrity a perfume and say, hey, just hold this perfume, talk about it for a second. But then when this guy, the celebrity shares on his or her social media, there are a lot of inboxes that come. People say, I want that perfume this artist was holding. I want this perfume this person was holding. So automatically it gives you direct feedback. It's even if you go to the big companies out there, look at Mercedes-Benz. They still use names uh, Hamilton. I'll give you a good example of uh, the brand ambassador for Aventus Creed, which is one of the most expensive still. you find out it's who? It's Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. It's the one who's the brand ambassador for Aventus Creed. So if the companies that the, the designer fragrances themselves, they can decide to use celebrities. It means there's a lot they gain from celebrities following as opposed to the normal media post. So I think that is one way you also have to go about it. Like we decided to use celebrities. When you spend about $1,000 on uh, Facebook and Instagram advertising, you're not likely to reach even 200000 So it's easier and cheaper to spend about $500 to use a celebrity as an endorsement. 
who will give you at least one million of his followers. What's the outlook for Perfume Plus? As we're speaking right now, we've already published our magazines, which are coming up soon. So the magazine, uh, which you've taken as, I've written the magazine, I think about one year I've been writing on the magazine. It should be out in the next uh, one or two months. So the purpose of the magazine is just to educate people. Basically, it answers a lot of questions that people are not so aware of. Then two, I think that is one of the milestones we've made. Then the major one is uh, as Perfume Plus. We're looking at uh, having our own fragrance uh, instead of just the normal selling of the normal designers in the Bulgarian Chanel. So we want to have our own fragrance, which is going to be called the Perfume Plus. So the Perfume Plus is going to be a perfume. So Perfume Plus is going to be a perfume on its own. We're looking at five fragrances, a perfume for the office. We are looking at uh, for both man and woman. We are looking at perfume for a versatile fragrance you can wear anytime. Then we are looking at a night fragrance where for, it's like a date fragrance. So we'll have a perfume for man and woman for date. Then we're also looking at a very intimate uh, fragrance, very seductive. So we're looking at that. And then we are also looking at uh, clubbing fragrance. End of the day, we want, to, we want to manufacture our own. I want to review a product that works for the Africans. I want to tell my fellow black people, don't buy this because it's over-advertised. It's for commercials. But buy this, it will still give you value. So I'm looking at giving Africans value for their money. Because most of the times we bought fragrances that are not worth buying. What is the African expansion plan? Yes, the African expansion plan is uh, we first had to start with uh, Uganda because we had one shop initially. So now we have three shops in Kampala. But that is not all. So moving forward in the African expansion plan, we have one in Nairobi already uh, at Westlands, Krishna Mall. We have one in Lilongwe. Uh, that is Malawi. We also have one there. Rwanda is coming up in about two, three months. Uh, Tanzania, we still in plans with some of uh, some of our people there. So what we're looking at is we want to have a representation of almost thirty African countries, and Perfume Plus is uh, represented in all of the countries because we want to sell our own perfume called Perfume Plus. So we want Perfume Plus as a perfume to be found in these African countries. But we promise to give out the best fragrance. We want to make a fragrance because I have a lot of research. I have a lot of knowledge about these perfumes. I have collected a lot of data about perfumes. I know exactly what Africans want, what ladies want, what women want, what people in offices want, what people in the club want. So using this knowledge and data that I have, it is what we are going to use to make a fragrance that will be loved by That was Kenneth Okello Oteno, the CEO of Perfume Plus. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The economy of Kenya advanced by 7.3% from a year ago in the fourth quarter of 2021, following a downwardly revised 9.3% rise in the previous period. It is the fifth consecutive quarter of expansion, with robust growth observed in accommodation and food-serving activities, mining and querying, finance and insurance, wholesale and retail trade, and professional administrative and support services. On a negative note, the agriculture sector shrank 1.2% due to the unfavorable weather conditions experienced in most parts of the country. Considering 2021 as a whole, the GDP rebounded by 7.5% compared with a 0.3% contraction in 2020, with most sectors recording significant improvement. 
The Standard Bank Mozambique PMI was up 52.9% in April of 2022 from 50.6% in March, linked to ease in health restrictions related to the pandemic. This is the third straight month of growth in the private sector and the steepest pace since June of 2021 amid sharp accelerations in both output and new order growth, which hit their highest in 33 months and 10 months respectively. Also, employment expanded solidly, rising the most since, since the end of 2019 and buying levels went up sharply. In the meantime, lead times were reduced to greatest extent since last June, while backlogs of work fell for the 12th month running, albeit only fractionally. Turning to prices, input cost inflation accelerated due to a sharp rise in global fuel and commodity prices, with output charges increasing the most in over four years, led by a sharp increase at manufacturing firms. Finally, sentiment picked up from March's 12-month low and was broadly aligned to the recent trend. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Ruth Adorno.